Hey, it's Tuesday. Yes, it is. And here we are. Yes. Live again. Yes. Welcome everybody in the chat. We have, well, I know we'll stop by earlier with the Red Vibe Network. And we have Luna Girl, who we'll bring on here in a little bit to yes. give us the rundowns. On the Red Five Happenings. On the Red Five Happenings, exactly. Red Five Rundown. Plus Sidebar Canteen Rundowns. Down, yes. Yeah, we got we got a group now. Yes, we do. But before we do that, we usually try to get on the other side of the show, don't we? Yes, we do. And get all of our all of our early stuff out of the way. Yes, our business and stuff. Your business? Yep. Just your business? I said our business. I know I heard you say <laughs> R. I heard you say R because Scott just needs to. Please, please. Please get your shit together. Like I do every week. You're not the only one. <laughs> I'm not the only one. There's times on the show that I need to get my shit together too. All right. Well, let's get our shit together. Let's go ahead and play. Actually, before we do, let's play something really cool. Okay. Because today is Tuesday, right? Yes, it is. So think about this. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is the 23rd. Yes. Of July. Yes. And in Chicago. Uh, yes. Will be ScareCon 2022. Yep. Yes. Honestly. So before I go into this, last week, I don't remember what it was, but I was telling you, I'm like, you know, Scare, because this is like the fourth ScareCon. Uh-huh. Right? So it should be called like ScareCon 4, the new Shanti. <laughs> and then next year is ScareCon 5, right? Yeah. ScareCon 5, Rose Strikes Back. Sure. I, and then I guess then ScareCon 6 would have to be the return of Brad. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm lame, I know. Anyways. No, you're not. Let, let's, let's play this little promo here for ScareCon. Yes. And if you're going to be in the Chicago area this weekend, head out to Murray Brothers Caddyshack. No, we didn't do it on purpose. It was a damn coincidence. But head there on Saturday because there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. There's going to be a lot of live shows going on. I even believe, I believe the Escape Pod is going to go live on Friday. Uh-huh. Also with a live show. So, nice. I mean, everybody's going to be doing live shows. It is going to be wild. I will definitely try to be in the chat as best I can. Yes. Of each of, the, each of these shows. We won't be able to be there. No. But we'll be there in spirit. Yes, we will. So let's play this little promo of what happened last year. All right. Yeah.
Welcome to Using Views. I'm Scott. I'm Kim. This is episode 161, and we are talking about what today, Kim? Caddyshack. Who? Caddyshack. What? The 1980 what? movie Caddyshack. What? With, with a very smart gopher. What? <laughs> yes, I'm pulling my 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 inner stone cold. I can tell. What? <laughs> oh God, what a movie! Right, but before we do, we got things to get done. Yes, we do. What do you want to do? We have business to take care of. You want to take care of the business? Yes, we do. All right. Well, how about we give a shout out to the chat first? Yes. You know, we did it earlier that. just before. Sorry, but let's oh. go ahead and do it again. It's the Oh, look at that. Look at that. DB in the chat now. Yes. I joined DB. Go ahead. And we also had Rose stop by from Red 5 Network. And now we and we also have Luna Girl in there as well. Yeah, that's funny. I see Kimberly in there too. Well, well I just. You know. <laughs> wow. Okay, but you're still there. All right. <laughs> uh, speaking of hot, it is hot all over this freaking country. It is. It is. I mean, we're sitting at 108. I'm not even going to, I mean, I'm sure dew point is down, but yeah. it's still freaking hot. I know this morning, I know when I went, when I finally crashed to go, go back to bed, it was a we were around 52% humidity. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel it and smell it. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, so that's where we're at. Oh, look. I forgot I still have Nightbot working. Nightbot. Yes, <laughs> Nightbot has now shown up in the chat. Yeah, I can't remember the time limit. All right, you want to get to business. Yes, I do. Only fine. Are we at the top of business? We are top of business. Let's do it. Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy, Don Dillis Nooch Solsky, Nicholas Schaefer, Hannah Mikey Friendly, and Kay. Sorry, sorry, BYT. What the hell? I'm sorry. Kim's already failing again. Please, please, please get your shit together. Actually, no, it's your first fail of the night. <laughs> I failed first already. So you, you're just following up. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, you want to go join our Patreon, go to patreon.com or yeah, slash use abuse. Oh, Jesus Christ, we both need to get our shit together. Yeah, we do. Let's try that again. Go to patreon.com slash used abused pod. Yes. To join our Patreon. Right. <laughs> I think we got it now. Search for used and abused pod today on all your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple, Google, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Don't forget to smash <laughs> that like button if you are new to the channel. Click subscribe and then click the bell to be notified when we go live. Go ahead. You can help too. You can find Houston Abuse Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us at usedandabusedpod at gmail.com. As a reminder, that and is spelled out A-N-D. Our website is usedabusedpod.com. There you can find links to all our episodes, link to our YouTube videos, replays of our live shows, link to our merch store, and link to our Patreon under the donate button. At this moment, I wish this was like back in the 80s or even 90s when you had like Trapper keepers and notebooks full of fucking papers. 
and just grab a fucking notebook and throw it up, let the paper fall over the fucking yeah, place. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I do miss about that time. Anyways, you can leave us a message and also click subscribe to be notified by email when new audio-only episodes are available. Leave us a message at 928-719-0749. The problem is you look up at the screen, uh-huh. right, to do this, and then you look up and, you, and the mic goes down. Oh, well, you know. So it gets down here, and I did have it angled, but now it's not. And yeah, we got to figure out how we're going to get me to speak in the mic. and. You just need to speak louder. Uh, yeah, I do need to do that. I do agree. Go to tpublic.com and search for used abuse pod all lowercase for our merch store. There are t-shirts, tank top hoodies, face masks, onesies, coffee mugs, and etc. And I'm sorry, we still do not have any new designs up. We need to get on the ball and get those posted. When would you do it? If I knew how. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a special way you can do it. Yeah, there is. We are a proud member of the Red 5 Network. Go to red5network.com. I really should just change that, but he wants to find more exciting podcasts. And you want to find all 37, actually, I think it's 39. Yeah, I think. Red Live Network podcast. I meant to change that last week. I didn't. Go to bio.link slash red5. And are we ready for the Red 5 happenings we roundup? Are. The craziness that is the Red 5 Network this week. Because, one, it is ScareCon week. It is. And, of course, when you got 39 friggin' podcasts going on in a week. Yes. Plus 20 friggin' gaming nights. Hey, those gaming nights are fun, though. Oh, I know. No, I'm not. I'm, no, I mean. Yeah, no, I just wish I could watch them more. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot going on. And, luckily, we have one person who takes Keep care it. of that and yeah. keeps it all straight for the whole network. And keeps us updated on what's going on through the whole Red 5 family. And, of course, she's also the social media director of the uh, Sidebar Canteen. She is. She's also the a moderator on, I believe, every Red 5 Network podcast. Oh, yeah, I think so. Anyways, please welcome a little girl. Hi. How we doing? <laughs> it's funny. I wore my moderating shirt. There you are. <laughs> the wrench of power so <laughs> i know i know normally we automatically have you come in we we mm-hmm. talk let you do the red five thing but i'm gonna sidebar this for a second because i sure. want your opinion on, i want your opinion on something absolutely i was gonna leave this for news but this is something that says i know you're into them mm-hmm. pretty much i'm into them we won't talk about her she's only heard a few songs because I, mm-hmm. I don't play them as a lot anymore but that's not because i don't like them but philip alselmo and rex brown have announced that mm-hmm, anthrax mm-hmm. drummer charlie benente and better known with ozzy but also black label societies zach wilde yes will be joining them to reform or pretty much do a, a pantera reunion tribute whatever yes the Next last year, two members of pantera are going to tour next year and of course rest in paradise time and like uh yeah it's not gonna be the same but they're still pantera right and they have some really great help so 
I am crossing all of my fingers and all of my toes that I will be able to go and see them with Dragon Bunny. This is a special occasion. I'm I'm trying to get like Swede, let's hook up, you know, like right. Dave, get your ass up here. I know you love them too, you know, like yeah. I don't know where they're playing though, or how well, much it's gonna be, or even where we're gonna be in 2023. It might be monkeypox right. has evolved with COVID, and now you have COVID pox. I don't right. know. It's true. But, but <laughs> according to Billboard, I'll read this yeah. straight from Metal Edge. Yeah. According to Billboard, the group will play major festivals across North America and Europe, as yeah. well as play their own headlining shows next summer. Yeah. Now, I, when I was reading this article, I found one of one thing kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and that was last year, Rex Brown said there was no way Zach Wilde would be in the band. Right. And now all of a sudden he changed his mind, you know, mm-hmm. because, I mean, obviously they had to not only does Philip and Rex have to agree to this, but they also had to get the approval from the Abbott estate, you know, Diamond oh, Vinny. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So the fact that they've got now their approval which mm-hmm. one I'm happy. I mean, as far as that goes, it's right for the fans. Yeah. Yes, I know Vinny's not going to be not there, and I know Dime's not there. Rest in peace, both of them. Rest in but peace. It's still, you still got the tunes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, still got the songs. Absolutely. My, now, of course, I love Zach Wild. Mm-hmm. I've seen him a couple of times now. I'm just wondering. I mean, I know Zach is a good guitar player. Yeah, he really can he is. Can really play Dime? I think he's the closest one who could play Dime. Um, I mean, Zach Wilde is a freaking legend. He is amazing live. Um, he's not Dime, but, you know, I think Dime would be okay with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good I thing can't is, think of anybody else. Um, we would have to get Sweet on here and have a right, full blown right. uh, well, podcast on this because we could talk about that forever. Who could replace, not replace Dime, but right. yeah. Um, one thing that was stated here by Zach, um, that one they were him and Daryl close friends for decades. Yeah. So that's freaking cool. And by the way, in case people don't know, Daryl Abbott is Dimebag. Yeah, Dimebag Daryl. Right. Um, and and of course, Charlie Benente. I mean, just God, I mean, he played anthrax. I mean, he, he can definitely do it. And the fact that he's also been part of uh, Phillips' uh, mm-hmm. other band he, in Vegas in 2019, where he played Pantera's Strength Beyond Strength and Goddamn Electric, mm-hmm. and publicly expressed his love for Pantera through mm-hmm. the years. And I find one thing interesting. I actually agree with um, with. I agree to a point on one thing here from Charlie. He thinks that uh, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, and Megadeth had a baby that would have been Pantera. <laughs> My and he says that they they actually should if be. Metallica, in, Megadeth, and Anthrax had a baby. And Slayer. And Slayer. <laughs> That's a it would have really been Pantera. Weird baby. <laughs> but and then he goes on to say that. Panther should actually be the fifth band of the big four. And I'm like, actually, Charlie, that's where I'll disagree with you because I would remove Slayer. I've, yeah, I, I mean, would. Well, I'm I an okay. I like, I like Slayer to a point, mm-hmm. but out of all those bands, Slayer's the one that gives me, is it giving me a headache 
early in the 80s and, and even now. I still get a headache when I can't listen to them very long. They're the one that it's give me a headache. True. I mean, Chris loves Slayer. Yeah. I like Slayer. Chris or Dragon Buddy loves Slayer. <laughs> but I like Slayer. I have to be, I hate saying this, but I have to be in the mood for Slayer because it's just right. very hard, very fast, and very heavy. Right, right. And that was the thing, like um when I bought got the big four on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. The first time watching through it. I'm like three songs in. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a fucking headache. Yeah. So I pot. I stopped it. Took some time on whatnot. I got myself mm-hmm. from having a headache, and then I skipped. Right. I went to the next band. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I, mean, I like I like Slayer back in the day. I still yeah. like to listen to their songs here and there, mm-hmm. but I gotta have them in moderation. And it was yeah. the same way back in the '80s. You yeah. know, I just couldn't go slap on a Slayer tape, and uh, for some reason, it would always give me a headache. And it reminds me, I mean, I, and I, don't, I hate to put them with this, but it reminds me of listening to Vietnamese Invasion. Right. It was right. the same fucking way. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is some way, something with the guitars, the way they either recorded the guitar, guitars or something that just gives me a friggin' headache. Right, right. But otherwise, I would say yes, Big Five, you know, especially back when Vinny and Dime were still alive. Yeah. <sighs> Pantera definitely could have easily been the fifth yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, they should have been. Right. You know, but I mean, honestly, if, if they're going to revamp the big four, I say knock out Slayer. Yeah. Or for DB's sake, I'll, I'd say you knock out Megadeth or knock out Megadeth. You know, I mean, Dave is Dave. I'm actually going to see Megadeth in September. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I am. Right on. Megadeth. Um, okay, I'm going to say The Who, but I don't mean the 1960s The Who. I mean The Who, H-U. Um, they're, they're throat singers, okay. Mongolian throat singers. Um, they're cool. They're, they're also um, very metal at the same time. So it's, it's a different type of music. DB absolutely loves them. Um, we're seeing Fire from the Gods, which is eh, fairly new in the the hard rock heavy metal scene. Um, I would say in the past uh, five, seven years, um, we started getting some Fire from the Gods. And um, the headliner is going to be Five Finger Death Punch. Damn. Yeah, it's going to be a good Damn. metal show. That's, yeah, need that's my fix. I need my fix. <laughs> oh, right, exactly. And that's you the thing is now. Concerts. I think for me, you know, one, I'll pay attention to where they're coming. Obviously, getting to Phoenix or even LA is a bitch for us because you, know, you gotta have a car. And mm-hmm. but even though I know it's gonna be missing dime, but I'm one of those ones where I'll go see a band. Yes, I would like the original members, but you know when two of the original members are gone or, or passed away, how, you're never going to get them. You're never going to get them. But you know, it's as close as you're going to get. Exactly, and exactly. two of the those guys, you know, were Pantera. You right. know, they're not like Pantera. They are Pantera. Right. So, and, and, and they're fans and I bet of they Pantera. Would one hell of a tribute there, too. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Otherwise, you know, people, I could, I could look at everyone in the, what, late 70s, early 80s and say, why did anybody go to ACDC after Vaughn Scott was dead? 
Yeah. You know, I mean, it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. But again, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I'm, at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I'm thinking, because at first the rumors were they're going to add a guitarist and drummer. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. they didn't say who. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to rack my brain going, wild. you know, I'm racking my brain going, who I think can play dime. Yeah. Really play dime. And, but yeah, no, it should be fun. I mean, I would like to see them yeah. go. Honestly, if I could see them, I don't want to see them on a festival. I would like yeah. to see them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Most two, two, two and a half hours of nothing but Pantera. Mm-hmm. Maybe a headliner or two. Kim's got ice making noises back here. Yes, I do. I have some ice. Cups. Anyways, I just look curious. I figured since we we were bringing you on that, we'll, we can chat about it for a bit. But let's go ahead. You know and me on. and music. You right, know me exactly. and music. I know. I know. So, this is like, you know, it's like bringing Nicole on and and talking all different. You know, I've got mm-hmm. metal I can talk with you and DB with. Yes. You know, and I've got you know Nicole where I can talk about pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy it. What? Speaking of Nicole, she is in the chat. Hey, so. Nicole. Hey, send me. I can also talk about almost everything else. I really don't care for rap, but I know some 90s hip hop. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, we were, that's our generation. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I you know, I got, I got started in rap in the early, mm-hmm. in, in the mid 80s. You know, I mean, well, it actually started with Run DMC. Yeah. You know, with, with their cover with Walk This Way with Steven Todd and Joe Perry. Mm-hmm. And from there, I started really checking out a lot of rap groups from the 80s. And then 90s, I, I liked a few here and there, but I kind of fell, mm-hmm. really kind of fell away from it. But I mean, there's a yeah. few others I still like to this day. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not very big on the country music. Uh, you know, but I know everything else. So, right. I mean, yeah. Country is its own animal. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, I know you mean now. Even back then, I mean, even in the six, you know, fifties and sixties, it was its own animal. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of people didn't like it, but the thing is, is like, without like R and B and slash country mm-hmm. and a little jazz and whatnot, you don't get rock and roll. Well, yeah. And if you don't get rock and roll, then you don't get metal. And that's like my biggest thing. Like, I love my daughter. Don't worry, I mean, but her bitching about like Elvis and all that all the time, like. You do realize without Elvis, there's no fucking Motley Crew. There's no. no this. There's no there. You know, then yeah. I'm going, and there's no Backstreet Boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elvis and, and the Beatles. You, right, you really exactly. need Elvis and the Beatles to get right. almost everything that you have today. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Screw the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said it, Roscom. <laughs> Boys aren't bad. I'm not saying you're bad, Kim. Just calm down. I'm teasing. I do like Beach Boys. The only there's only one song I can't stand. Okay. And it came. It was in a fucking movie in the eighties. Kokomo. Oh, Kokomo. Yeah, that was in the Cocktail movie. Yes. With Tom Cruise. That song and also Don't Worry, Be Happy. They overplayed it so much. I can still not stand them. Yeah, I know. And the funny part is Bobby McFerrin. Actually, just recently started actually doing that song live again because he hated it. <laughs> the Don't true. Worry, Be Happy song. I was like, wow. 
That's mm-hmm. true, Nicole. The Carter family was the first family of country. Okay. We're not talking about country. Let's talk about Red Five Network. Let's okay. talk about Red Five Network. Gotcha. We are four days away from ScarifCon, you guys. So anyone who's in the Chicago area, I want you guys on Saturday to go over to Murray's Caddy Shack in Rosemont, Chicago, uh, right around one o'clock or so. And you're going to see so many Red Five podcasters there. It's not even going to be funny. If you can't make it, stay home with me. Um, We will be streaming from Red 5 Network on YouTube, probably Scarif as well, if I know Ro. Um, You know, Scuttle Daddy, uh, he'll probably have a dual stream going on. I will be blue-wrenching it as usual come and join me in the chat keep me company it's going to be several hours of fun fantastic content and you never know what you're going to get there dominic pace star wars actor from the mandalorian um playing gecko the bounty hunter he will be there um I believe we have a couple of secrets here and there of special guests that might pop up. So come and join us on Saturday, either in person or on YouTube. Take the day off. I see my kitty cat just woke up. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so it's going to be a fantastic time. Um, Tonight, after this podcast, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, no, Eastern Daylight Time, is Rogue One Radio, and their topic tonight is general shenanigans. I know they have quite a few special guests lined up to talk about this and that and the other thing. I may be making an appearance. I don't know, but tune in and find out. Um, At 9.30 Eastern tonight, you can catch Extra Techie on his Twitch or on his YouTube channel where he's going to be streaming the final part of Undertale, which he's been working on for a few weeks now. Also, when he's done with that, he might be picking up his um, some Mario Kart 8. So might be uh, fun. Tune in on those. Uh, join his live chat. Show him some love. Tomorrow, Wednesday... Um, if you're catching the live show, you will be able to catch HESW, the escape pod at 7 p.m. Eastern, where they will be reviewing Ms. Marvel, the entire series. So catch Don Dillis, Nooch, Brady, Big Loving and Dragon Buddy. And they'll be recapping that for you at 930 following the escape pod tomorrow night. Eastern. All times are in Eastern if you're watching the show. Um, Red 5 Gaming, solely on Twitch, you will be able to see, well, actually come and play with us, rather. Uh, Extra Techie will be hosting. There will be Marbles. There will be Quiplash. There will be some wordy game that Extra Techie likes to throw at us so that we could all use our brains where we have to make words out of a handful of letters for like a couple minutes. Um, last week we got to play Hurdle, which is like Wordle, only it's with songs. So he'll play like a tiny, maybe five second clip of a song. And you have little thingies and you have to name that song. So it's always fun. It's always interactive. 
join the Red 5 family in Red 5 Gaming. No, I'm sorry, Red 5 Network Gaming on Twitch. Um, following all of that at 11 p.m. tomorrow night, Wednesday, Eastern, you will find Sarlacc Digest doing some Star Wars chatter. So they're just going to be talking about the latest, you know, headlines that they've seen. Um, basically, any Star Wars that they feel like talking about, they'll talk about it. And they're pretty cool like that. On Thursday... Not sure what time yet. I haven't heard back from, but War of the Stars will be talking about Galaxy's Edge. They are a Facebook exclusive Red 5 podcast, so follow them on Facebook and you'll be able to get updates on what time they start. On Friday, we are going to see another stream on Red 5 Network Gaming, exclusively on Twitch, it will be 97 Bravo hosting Fortnite Friday. So if Fortnite is your game, go tune in. Go join them in the live chat. Go say hey. Spend a few minutes. Spend a few hours. It's all good. Saturday is when ScarifCon is. As I said before, probably sometime between 12 and 1. I'm not sure. Um, we'll start streaming. Um, I'll be in the live chat. Come and join me. Join me, join me. I like friends. So join me in the live chat and you will do it. Um, at six o'clock Eastern on Saturday, we are going to be covering season one, episode three on Stranger Things Has Happened. Brand new red five podcast on youtube um i'm a host yay uh with don della snooch and we are watching stranger things for the very first time uh this is only our third episode in the podcast therefore we are covering the third podcast and i'm hearing an echo hi dragon buddy dragon buddy's home from work <laughs> so come and join us um in that live chat on youtube at 9 30 on Saturday night is Dork Wars live with the guys from Dork Wars. Not quite sure the subject yet, but all the reason for you to for you to follow them on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter to find out what they'll be discussing this weekend. It's always good. It never disappoints. And yes, I'm a blue wrench for that chat too. So come and join us. Sunday at 6 p.m., we have Red 5 Gaming once again doing our Star Wars, the Old Republic stream. And this time, Madame Chantal will have the night off as she will be flying home from ScarabCon. But there's myself, there's 97 Bravo, and there's the Amandalorian. We will all be getting all Sithy. And probably starting a new planet because we just finished up a major quest this past Sunday. So tune in and find out that is 6 p.m. Eastern on Red 5 Network Gaming on Twitch. Now, as for our pod fam, we have Layman's Terms. Mr. Keith Layman, he had two releases this past weekend. One was Jaws, where... He reviewed Jaws, which is always an epic July movie to watch. Always a great time. 
So tune in to see him talk about that. Or if you're more of a magic card person, Magic the Gathering, he did a second episode, Laying Down the Packs. Keith Lehman is like Yoda when it comes to magic cards. So tune in to him. He can teach you stuff. He teaches me stuff, and I don't even play Magic the Gathering. It's always a good time. Finally, the Orange and Fett show had released episode 42 today. And um, I guess they reviewed the movie Killdozer, which I'm not too sure of. But I never, I, I don't, I'm not a movie person, so I've never really heard of this movie. Which only leads me to believe that this is probably a B-movie. But go tune into them. They are exclusively on Spotify. Um, sign up. You'll receive notifications whenever they drop a new release. Um, again, always a great podcast. And um, then we have Swede Studios, which is my friend Big Swede. Um, hello, Big Swede. Are you doing anything? I don't know if he's doing anything. But tune into him at Sweet Studios on Instagram. He also has a Discord that, yeah, he's active when he, he, he wants to be. But if you go in there and you ask him stuff, he'll respond to you. Um, but yeah, um, I know he's kind of making stuff, but he hasn't released anything. And then he starts other stuff, and then he doesn't release anything. Mm, the mind of Sweet is a very complicated place. So that's all I have for this week on the Red 5 Network and Pod Friends. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Sweet. <laughs> Dude, where are you? <laughs> like, poke, poke, poke. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> it's like, it's like. Go back to that Where's Waldo book and I was like, Where's Swede? Yeah. Hey Swede. He he's doing nothing and everything at the same time. Like, yeah, I need I, I need to reach out to Nick or not Nick. Um I need to reach out to Keith because he sent me a message over the weekend and I mm -hmm. haven't responded yet. But he was talking about doing magic on our show and I'm like Ooh, do it. I know, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> She's all excited because I got her into it. I mean, after mm -hmm. watching some of Keith's episodes, she's like, ooh, I've always wanted. And then we started watching some other uh, ones done by Wizards of Glass, the makers of magic. And she really got into it. So, well, that's the, the which is good because I, I was in it when it first came out. And then yeah. I had nobody that was into it. I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Well, <laughs> yeah. Originally, what got me interested and curious is years and years ago i received this star wars game mm -hmm. that i was told that if you understood magic you could watch you could play the star wars game and i just never had anybody teach me until now right right exactly but again like thank said, you he is your yoda oh yeah the man to go to if exactly you, yeah go tune into his stuff yeah i mean i told kim i said episodes he, i told kim I was telling Kim, we need to get, I want to get a um, a camera, that, like a document camera, kind of like what Techie has when he does the yeah. comic book ones. Mm -hmm. And to do that, and then meet her could actually play Magic Online. 
on the show. My webcam right now is on my computer, but you know, you just screw it up yeah. to the top. Yep. You just like put it on a shelf or put it on a stack of books. You know, you yeah. don't need a shelf and just like oh, angle yeah. it down. Yeah, I got like 20 of those. We're going to test it out this Sunday because Dragon Buddy is making a guest appearance on uh, Salacious Rum's uh, Lego build. Oh, nice. That he does on Sunday mornings. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. So we'll and be then, testing it out. Of course. By the way, uh, was Friday, Friday you, last Friday, you, you were off early enough. You got the check to do the dragon show. Yes, I was. And what did you say to me? I said I was interested in learning more about that game too. Oh, can we have so much fun? Um, unfortunately, because most of our players right. are all going to be at ScarifCon, we decided to take a nice little break this week. So, yeah, I, I can definitely, I can yeah. definitely see taking a break. You know, lots I mean, of fun. <laughs> Again, yeah. tune into Rogue One Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern, and um, yeah. maybe I might be there with maybe another player, and we maybe might be talking about it. So, uh, right find out. Cool, cool. <laughs> exactly. And so, again, I just want to say say to you, I know DB's in the chat. Um, First and foremost, our thoughts and prayers are with you guys always. But Thank this you. weekend, we're going to be saying extra ones for not only you guys and also your elder daughter, daughter in uh, Michigan, but also for Alex. You know, and Thank you. you know where our yeah, let's, you know, privately let us know how everything goes, you know. Thank you. Um, I will. Um, yes. For anybody who doesn't know, um, mine and DB's kiddo is going to go for. I think it's surgery number eleven. Um, this time on left knee and left leg. So, uh, wish us luck. Thank you. Oh yeah, definitely. Monday yeah. is surgery day. I should find out on Friday, probably on Friday, what time surgery is on Monday. So I'll keep you guys posted, but yeah. I will not be here to do the red five reads. Nope, that's no, fine. That's you fine. You understand? Yep. Thank you. We don't even expect you to be in the chat. Nope. Thank you. I probably nope. won't be, but you know, that's why it's uh, you know, really right. awesome with technology. I can go on YouTube and rewatch it, or yeah. I can wait until Friday because every Friday it comes out on audio. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. <sighs> one the one thing I will say this about Anchor. Only actually mm -hmm. it's just me. It's the way I, I release it. Because everything with Anchor is done by our local time. Yeah. So it, if I set it for 12, which is not bad, because midnight Mountain Standard Time is 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. Eastern. So, yeah, but then, but then when the time change does happen, I have to remind my brain that, oh yeah, I got to release it yeah. later. Yeah, to, because I try to keep it coming out on the East Coast at the same time every week. Yeah, right. Time I mean, as far as West Coast goes, I mean, gosh, it's freaking, oh my God, 30. <laughs> well, it's like last Thursday, I told her, I said, I don't understand in this day and age, especially nowadays, you know, where all of our sporting events, you know, football, basketball, racing, all this shit is live. Why in the hell are there shows that are live? And I'll use, because this is one we kind of still watch a little bit, mm -hmm. because we do have Paramount Plus, is Big Brother. 
Why can't they release it? Why the is there a live night? show? You know, on the Thursday night eviction. Why is it not live across right? the country? <laughs> okay, no so it'd be on that. four o'clock in the afternoon for Pacific. <laughs> Guess what? They can actually watch the on-demand later, so it yeah. had to work. But for those of us who want to see live feeds because of the live, you know, they're doing a endurance competition, it's like, I want to see this shit live. I don't want to wait until the mm-hmm. end of the West Coast feed to finally get it and hope the hell it's still going on. Right, right. You know, but, <laughs> I mean, this day and age, it's like, do we really need time zones on things? No. Not really, because... They can all they can release you know, it all. The that's only a little about Star Wars, you know, all the Disney Plus stuff is yeah. you know, you guys are getting it at three o'clock in the morning, but I'm getting it at midnight. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't hurt me to sit there and say, Well, fuck, I can stay up, watch an almost hour show and get my fix. Then that way, you know, I mean, and we do we don't talk a lot about the red by chat, but when we do, it, you know, one of the things is I I, I was almost gonna ask this and then it dawned on me what it meant. Mm-hmm. During Kenobi every all of a sudden, people would start popping in and saying, "Say or safe," and I'm like, "What the fuck? Where are you safe from?" And safe then Donnie, spoilers. Safe from spoilers. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm like, "Okay, I get it. Okay, cool." But you mm-hmm. know, because at midnight, you know, you're like, I mean, I'm not one to go out and go, "Oh my God, can you?" <laughs> I, oh yeah, no. please never do that. I would never well, do that. Also, because- the really good thing about posting that you're safe from spoilers. If somebody else is safe from spoilers, mm-hmm. you know that you can DM them right. and talk about it if you have to. Right, right. Or, or we've done or, that. Or, or reach out and talk to them. God damn, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and that's like her because, like, she gets mad. She gets mad at me. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll see it eventually. I'm like, you're watching it tonight when you get off work. I mean, there's a few times that she has actually stayed up, but yeah. But Kelly. Little girl, always thank you so much for what you do. You're welcome. Always being in our chats, helping out, being our first <laughs> moderator. Yay. <laughs> See you Boy. next, not next week. See you in a couple two weeks. weeks. See you in two weeks. Exactly. And hopefully in all of the live chats. Right. <laughs> and have a good night. Have a good one. Bye. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. What a wonderful evening. Yes. And definitely Red 5 is going, is got some happenings. Yes, they do. As a reminder, I click the button, but I should have. All links are in the show notes pinned to the top of our Twitter page and go to bio.link slash used abuse pod. And then always remember, hashtag keep, keep talking. talking. Joker voice, we love you. <laughs> and also... Welcome, Hector, to the chat. Hello, Hector. Hector and Big Lovin'. Oh, Big Lovin'. And in. Jason Roscombe. Oh, I already hello. called his ass out. Hello, everyone. Oh, look, and my daughter Hannah's here. Hello. Boy, need one of us looking at this fucking thing. All right, let's get into some news. Okay, so Can you read good. it? Yes, I can read it. You sure? Yes. All right. Here's an oldie. Here's something we used to do on the show. Yes. Back in, back in the audio days. Uh-huh. Or audio. Back in the music days of the show. Yes. Well, they were audio. Right. Those born on this date are under the sign of cancer. They include famed murder suspect Lizzie Borden in 1860. Yes. Dr. Charles H. Speaking Dr. the fucking microphone. <laughs> Dr. Charles H. Mayo, co-founder of the Mayo Clinic in 1865. 
Queen guitarist Brian May, 1947. It was age 75. Wow. Actor Anthony Edwards in 1962, age 60. You know who Anthony Edwards is, right? I have a vague idea, yes. Really? You have a vague idea? You don't know who the fuck Anthony Edwards is? <laughs> it's not coming to me right now. Sorry. Unless it's one of the ones that played in Weird Science. No, it's not coming to me right now. I do. I am sorry. I don't remember. You know, I was going to say this for the main show, but Kim, there's sometimes I always wonder if this is your, to be asked to you all the time. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Fucking goose. Oh, okay. From top. Revenge down. of the nerds. Playing ER. Well, I didn't. I don't keep track of actors. No, of course not. I get. It. I know why now. Because they ain't part of the NKOTB. I'm sorry. If that would have said. Actor and singer Donnie Wahlberg's birthday today. She was like, oh. Also, sportscaster Stuart Scott in 1965. Oh, wow. Yep. Now, on some entertainment news Peter Dinklage, <laughs> Dinklage, okay, has joined the cast of the upcoming Hunger Games prequel film, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. News was confirmed Monday by a tweet from official Hunger Games account. Dinklage 53 will have a starring role in the film as Costa? Costa, yeah. High Bottom. Or according to the tweet, High Bottom is one of the main characters in Suzanne Collins' 2020 book of the same name, which serves as a prequel for her widely successful trilogy, The Hunger Games. Next one, sporting news. Japan's don't worry, I would have killed it too. So, anyways, a two-time gold medalist quits competitive figure skating. Yeah, and then NASA delays. User wrote, user Hanu. Yeah. And yes, NASA delays Viper lunar rovers launch by one year. Let's check out what we have in. Actually, this was under the odd and weird news, but I don't think it's really. Odd and weird. Well, it might be. Okay. But let's go ahead and do it. Armadillos in Chicago. This southern animal is migrating north. And it was, um, yeah, that story was yesterday by John Murphy. Armadillos are, co- are common sight across the southern United States, thanks in part to the warmer weather that attracts these animals to roam that area. Roam that area, my room, motherfucker. But recently, these warm-weather creatures have started making a home for themselves in the Midwest and during the colder parts of the year, too. Historically, nine-banded armadillos have thrived in the southwest with Texas hosting the largest population of the country, according to the 101 Highland Lakes. But thousands of miles further north, the armadillo is being spotted more frequently. Armadillos have been traveling up rivers and streams to the Midwest in recent years, and thousands of them 
them have been spotted year-round as far north as Nebraska, Iowa, and Illinois. Wow. And I quote, we're puzzled because we are we were not expecting to find them this far north in the winter. End quote, Dr. Austin Augustine Jimenez, an associate professor of biological sciences at Southern Illinois University, told AccuWeather's Emmy Vicker. A couple in Illinois sent a video to AccuWeather of an armadillo in their backyard over the winter, and just two weeks later, another armadillo was sighted in Illinois. The exact reason these animals are migrating north is unclear, but several studies have pointed to climate change and warming winters. And I quote, usually the winters that we would expect for this area, the temperatures would actually have taken care of them. They wouldn't survive, but they are surviving, end quote, said Jimenez. Well, I mean, as far as that, I mean. Adaptable. Right. All, all animals, I mean, even humans, we, we adapt to our climates. Well, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It is, because, yeah. Well, it's not crazy, but I mean, you know. Uh, one other thing is the, these animals originally crossed the Rio Grande River in the 1850s then the Mississippi River in the 1930s. And by the 1990s, armadillos began making appearances in Tennessee, North Carolina, and Virginia. That's according to National Geographic. Okay. And for our British friends. Yes. Cinema Chain offers redheads free tickets uh, amid British heat wave. A post shared by the Showcase Cinemas UK, a British movie theater chain is offering free tickets to people with red hair for two days amid a heat wave in the country. Showcase Cinemas announced on its website and social media accounts that redheads can get free tickets to the movies of their choice on Monday and Tuesday as part of the chain's Sun Protecting Flicks, or SPF, promotion. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday as part of the chain's Sun Protecting... Oh, yeah, blah, blah, sorry. And I quote, experts say the UK is soon to witness its hottest ever days on record. And since redheads are more often vulnerable than most to the sun's rays, we're giving them shelter from the sun inside our fully air-conditioned cinema screens to cast the latest blockbusters for no cost at all, end quote, the website said, states. The promotion is limited to one ticket per day for each red-haired person. Wow. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, that is. That is awesome. Anyways, that takes care of this week's news. Newsy. Newsy era. What? Oh, now you're pulling up the information. Oh, 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 what Nicole say? No, 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 no. What I. Boom. Hey, I lost my. Okay, so Nicole said, what I did know is that there was an armadillo <laughs> groom's cake. Sorry, I read DBs at the same time. It's. Oh, Magnolias with red velvet cake. People hacking into that thing and thinking it was lady to death. I do remember that. That's okay. DB says uh, Californians are migrating to Texas, so the armadillos are like, we're out. Are we out? Yeah, right? Right. Right. No shit. Oh, goddamn. All right. Anyways. Are we ready? We're ready. You sure? Mm-hmm. Positive? Yes. Are you positive you're ready? I'm absolutely positive I'm ready. You sure? Yes. Let's see if we can see if we can catch that smart gopher. Goofer? Is it a goofer or a golfer? <laughs> Don't start, Kim. Don't start, Kim. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, there it is. 
obviously, we want to give that early warning. We're going to be talking about 1980s Caddyshack. Yes. There will be spoilers. You have not seen Caddyshack. Anyways, if you've never seen it, you don't want spoilers, I guess shut us off and go watch it. It's on HBO Max right now. You can buy it on Apple. Yeah. And I don't know where else is it, but yeah. Well, let's start. Okay. You ready? Okay. Gonna, yes. You got the synopsis? What? <laughs> what do you mean put in the chat? Kill all golfers? Buy it? I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! You're Greek, not golfers! The little brown furry rodents! We can do that. Why? We don't even have to have a reason. Do it, man! All right, let's do the same thing, but with golfers. Rush! It's not my fault nobody can understand what you're saying. <sighs> and just so you know, that was one of Kim's moments she wanted to pull out of that movie. So as you can tell, we are going to have a few sound effects or uh, line bites from the show that we'll be putting in. But anyways, Danny Noonan, played by Michael O'Keefe, is an underachieving 17-year-old guy who works at a cat. Okay, first of all. Oh, interesting. Works at a cat as a caddy at the upscale Bushwood Country Club in Beverly Hills. To earn enough money to go to college. Yes. Nicole put in here, the gopher was the last thing added to the movie for someone who worked on the Star Wars movie. Nice. So, they already don't talk. Let's talk about the opening fucking scene, though. The opening part of the movie. Holy fuck, how many kids these motherfuckers have? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I love that part with the father, like, who's this? Who are you? That's your nephew. Like, fucking really? I, how many, first of all, how many kids of oh, those kids are yours and how many aren't? However, I do want to give a little tidbit. One of the children in that part, in that opening scene, is actually Violet Ramus. Yeah. One of Harold Ramus's uh, daughters. Daughter, or Harold Ramus's kid. Yeah. Speaking of which, we didn't go over that part, but we'll do that in the movie. We'll go over how much money it made and who wrote it, which is Brian Doyle Murphy and Harold Ramis and some other guy, but yeah. those are the two I remember. And it was directed okay. by Harold Ramis. It looks like Luna Girl said that DB worked on two different golf courses for 15 years. He was the real life Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Wait up, girls. I got a salami I got to hide still. I'm already playing these fuckers out of order. Oh, God damn it. Anyways, Danny often caddies for Ty Webb, played by Chevy Chase, a suave and talented golfer, and the son of one of Bushwood's co-founders. Danny decides to gain favor with Judge Elu Smalls. I don't get Judge Smalls. Smalls. I don't know why the fuck they got his first name, and they're like, they never call him by it. No, they call him Judge. Played by Ted Knight for the Country Club's stodgy co-founder and director of the Caddy Scholarship Program by Caddying for him. 
Meanwhile, Collars Backler, played by Bill Murray, one of the dim-witted greenskeepers, is entrusted with combating a potentially disastrous gopher infestation. Throughout the film, he tries a variety of methods to kill the gopher, shooting, drowning, without success. Of course, I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> I forgot to add a little extra thing to the screen. Shit. Of course I did, because I was supposed to play these fuckers in order. I had them set up to play in order, and then I didn't do it. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, Lord, now I gotta get my shit together. License to kill gophers by the government of the United Nations. Man, free to kill gophers at will. To kill, you must know your enemy. In this case, my enemy is a varmint. And a varmint will never quit, ever. They like to be at calm. Varmin calm. So what you gotta do, you gotta fall back. That's superior firepower. That's superior intelligence. And that's how she wrote. <laughs> that was not one of your favorite parts. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Um, anyways, without success, Al Cervic played by the one and only Rodney Dangerfield, a brass and agnosis Richie, real estate developer, begins appearing at the club, smells as heckled by Al's, Al as he tees off, causing his shot to go badly wrong. No, he fucking sliced that motherfucker. <laughs> Smell throws a putter away in frustration and accidentally injures a member of the club. Danny takes responsibility for the incident as a ploy and of course I hit the screen yep as a ploy ploy ploy, ploy to gain smells trust smells encourage him to apply for the caddy scholarship at but Bushwood's annual fourth of July banquet Danny and his girlfriend Maggie played by Sarah Holcomb worked as servers Al continues to it it <laughs> itter- God where are you at Piss off. I'm just going to fucking change them. My mind is not working today. Piss off smells and the club members while Danny becomes attracted to Lacey Underall, played by Sydney Morgan, smells from promiscuous niece. Danny wins. Promiscuous niece. Danny wins the Caddy Day Golf Tournament and the scholarship earning him praise from smells and an invitation to attend the christening ceremony for his boat. No, at first he's got to cut the motherfucker's lawn. Yes, he does. He does. And by the way, fucking smell, smells gives him what, a fucking quarter? Yeah, he does. A fucking quarter. quarter. Yeah. As uh-huh. a tip. Uh-huh. Okay, you fucking rich bastard. <laughs> Unable to bear... Da, 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 da. Unable to bear the continued presence of the crude mannered Al Cervic uh, smells confronts him and announces that Cervic or Al will never be granted membership. Cervic continues by announcing that he would never consider being a member. He insults the place and is merely there to evaluate buying Bushwood. Buy Bushwood? 
Bye. And development of land into condominiums after a brief scuttle, scuffle in exchange of insults, Ty Webb suggests they discuss a resolution over drinks. After Smells does demand satisfaction, Al proposes a team golf match with Smells and his re wrestling, re wrestling, regular golfing partner, Dr. Beeper, played by Dan Rizzin against Al and Ty Webb. Good. Against club rules, they also agreed to a $20,000 wager, quickly doubling to $40,000 on the outcome of the match. That evening, Webb practices for the game against Smells and meets Carl while the two share a bottle of wine. I don't know if it was a bottle of wine, but it was a bottle of something and a fucking joint. Yeah. I should have taken that, that exchange out because that was actually that was actually pretty funny. That was a good one. Uh -huh. The golf badge is held during the following day where spreads of the stakes involved around and the crowd builds. During the game, Smells and Bieber take the lead while Al, and his to his dismay, is playing the worst game of his life. He reacts to Smells, taunts by impulsively redoubling the wager to 80000 per team. With his own ricocheting ball strikes him, Al fakes an injury in hopes of having the contest declared a draw. Lou, who is played by Brian Doyle Murphy, Murray, Bill's older brother, and those of you who don't remember, Brian Doyle was also in uh, Groundhog Day where he played the mayor mm -hmm. who was also choking that Phil had to save at one point. Yes. But he's been in a lot of movies with Bill, too. Mm -hmm. With Bill Murray, his brother. Um, the, 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 anyways, the course official who is acting as an umpire tells Al his team will forfeit unless they find a substitute. When Webb chooses Danny, Smells threatens to revoke his scholarship, but Al promises Danny that he will make it worth his while. If he wins, Danny eventually decides he would rather heal me. Basically, he would rather heal me, Scott. Humiliate. Oh my God. Humiliate. Thank you. Fuck. Please, please, please get your shit together. Damn, what is it? My fucking is off today. I gotta switch that back. Got more things on. Anyway, by the time they reach the final hole, the score is tied at the climax of the game with Danny about to attempt a difficult putt to win. Al again redoubles the wager at 160000 per team. Danny, a little bit before Danny puts the ball, we get Judge Spell saying, Well, we're waiting. And by the time they reach the argument, I'm already past that. Anyways, at at that, or Danny's putt leaves the ball hanging over the edge of the hole. At that moment, Carl, in his latest attempt to kill the gopher, detonates a series of plastic explosives that he has rigged around the golf course. The explosion shakes the ground and causes the ball to drop into the hole, handing Danny, Webb, and Al the victory. Smells refuses to pay, so Al beckons his. His hench handlers. Handlers, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Henchmen. Henchmen. Henchmen to go after smells. He says. Named Moose and Rocco to help the, ju the judge find his checkbook. That's right. Depends how big your checkbook is. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Oh. Yeah, see, my, my force powers are working. Just made you hurt. No, I'm joking. Uh, anyways, 
As Smells is chased around the course, Al leads another wild party attended by all of the onlookers at the match, shouting, hey, everybody, we're going to get laid. In the final scene, the gopher emerges unharmed and dances amid the smoldering ruins of the golf course. To I'm all right. Anyways, that's a quick plot summary. Sum, summary. Now, of course, one of the parts they talk about is one of my favorite parts of the movie, and that is... Ah. Oh, fine shot. Oh, I should have yelled too. Why don't we walk this off, sir? Yeah, we're uh, yeah. Yes, that is one of my. I mean, it's probably why I like Jackass and all them shows. Because, I mean, it, it's a male thing. Anytime somebody gets kicked in the balls, we're fucking, we, we feel it. But he, he got hit with the ball, golf ball. But anyways, it's still one of those things. Anyways, it was released July 25th, 1980. I know we kind of, I know you didn't really get to read anything of it, but it was filmed at the Boca Raton Resort and Club in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And also the Rolling Hills Golf and Tennis Club in Rolling Hills. Oh, my bad. Can I get it? Thank you. Uh, in uh, Davie, Florida, the Yacht Club was the restaurant, Pelican Restaurant in Key Biscayne, Florida. The Wilson and Hardy Golf Course was also used, and that's in Los Angeles, California. The pool scenes were shot at the Plantation Country Club, and yes, we didn't. We didn't talk about that. We are going to talk about that here in a minute. Oh, good. And that was in Plantation, Florida. Um, also, they're at the Key Biscayne Yacht Club. Hancock, Hancock Park in Los Angeles. Woodland Hills Country Club in Woodland Hills, California. And Pro's production was Van Nuys in Los Angeles, California. Van Nuys, California, that is. Can't yeah. anybody know. The budget was six million estimated. Opening weekend, it took in three point one million. It grossed over thirty-nine point nine million. Runtime is an hour and thirty-eight minutes. And yes, let's talk about the caddies in the pool. The caddy pool scene. Yes. Let's talk about that one. What do you think of it? It was funny. I mean, well, I mean, typical eighties movie. You got tits. Yes, you do. Not once, but a couple times. Yes, and then in comes... Then, bear tits, that is. Yeah, bear tits, yes. And then in comes the judge's wife going... <gasps> oh, my God, right? <laughs> that old woman. Put the top on, put the top You <laughs> And then, of course, the one girl opens up the fucking payday. No, uh, baby um, Ruth. Baby Ruth. And another the other girl grabs it, throws it in the fucking pool, and everyone freaks out, thing, and... <laughs> Of course, here comes Spalding swimming up to it, pops out of the pool. Dilly! And then they judge, the judge and his wife ordered the fucking pool to be shut down, to be clean, sanitized, scrubbed. And of course, there's Carl in his fucking hazmat suit cleaning things up. And I found it. Found it. <laughs> and then the judge's wife faints. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> When's, and then at the dance, the the party dance, when 
Kyle was sitting there. Hey, honey. She's going, I mean, it's like she was totally insulted. Well, I mean, she was, I mean. But I, it's like, oh, wow. Uh, keep talking, Kim. Keep talking. Well, it's just the the wife every, and then, and then they go to Chris and the yacht and the thing breaks off. Go get some glue. I told you to go fucking, get glue. That was no fucking yacht. That was a goddamn friggin' rowboat. I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, yes, it was bigger than a rowboat, but you know what I mean. And, and then, then here comes fucking Al's, yacht. Al's fucking yacht. And everybody. Like, hey, there's my buddy. Let me go over to him. <laughs> Taking out stages, oh, oh, letting jet ski, letting jet ski drivers ride the waves and heading right towards the sailboat. Stops it and drops the anchor right in the sailboat. Now, one of the lines, and this is the reason why I was looking for it because you're talking about when he, when Al was, they were at the proper dinner. Yes. Where, and he walks up to the judge and his wife. Oh, this is your wife, huh? A lovely lady. Hey, baby, you must have been somewhere. You you must have been something before electricity. Yeah, that one. Oh God, yeah. I mean, there could have been a lot more. We, we, we actually thought we could have easily pulled, but oh, we could have pulled the whole fucking movie. Yeah, we could have pulled the whole yeah the whole movie, but there was things that we couldn't pull. Well, we didn't want to pull it too much because, you know, you get too many things. And then, I mean, hopefully we're still fucking live. I mean, I know this says we're live. Yeah. You see this? Oh, oh mine's not Mine's live. on YouTube. And according to YouTube, it says we're still live. Thank God. This is your biggest worry is like hitting shit and go. Yeah. Oh, God. Did we do? Did we get yeah. bumped? Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't say anything. Or, or, or the bishop. Yeah. Everybody else don't want to go play golf because of the fucking. Uh-huh. Uh, weather, so the bishop goes out and plays with, and has Carl as his caddy. And lightning strikes, and he turns oh, wait a minute. totally that was, around. Right. But that was because he played in the best game of his life. Yeah. And fucking misses that final, that that next putt, or that one putt, and turns around and curses God. I mean, literally just curses God. Uh-huh. And gets struck by lightning, and Carl's like, Ow. <laughs> And then the next scene is he's at the bar drinking. No, I'm not the bishop. I'm so and so. Oh God, yeah. I mean, but yeah, that was a good part too. What? Where Dragon Base says, "I smell varmint pooting," and the only good varmint pooting is is dead varmint pooting. I think. Yeah, yeah, this, what is it with, with 80 movies? I mean, there are, you know, besides this, you got Airplane, you know. Don't call me Shirley. Right. <laughs> right, I mean, there are certain things where in these movies, you literally, you know, you, you can pull, there are certain lines you remember from all of them. I mean, obviously, the big one from this one, oops, my bad, I mean, hit the microphone, but I did. The one, the big one from this one, and it's also a fucking meme, is. Well, we're waiting. Right. But, I mean. So, watching this. Well, I guess, actually, I need to ask a question like we did last week. Like it was asked last week. 
First of all, when's the first time you saw it? Oh my goodness, I can't even remember. Because I believe I remember right, this one is rated R. It is. It is. Yeah, I can't remember when the first time I watched it. Was. I love I I am DB here or BD whatever the fuck it is. Uh, under uh, sex and nudity, it says moderate. According to this, there's well, I understand no gore. Uh-huh. According to this, there's no violence. Okay. Fucking flying golf club. Yeah. Profanity mild. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking moderate. That's a parents' guide, by the way. Yeah. I know I saw this in the '80s. Not the radar version, though. Yeah. I saw it on. Excuse me. Where are you going? And bad enough, you're going to be gone next week. They can't hear you because I turned your mic off. No, you're still on, st- on camera. Well, you got to take a walk. That cushion to that chair. Okay, well. Yeah, so, I mean, I saw it in the early 80s, and then probably late 80s when I finally saw the radar version of it. But for me, the first movie actually out of the Caddyshack series I saw was the second one. Because, you know, it was only PG, or PG-13, whatever the fuck. Anyways, on the soundtrack, you got I'm All, I'm All Right by Kenny Loggins, Lead the Way by Kenny Loggins, Mr. Knight by Kenny Loggins, Something on Your Mind, performed by Hillary Hilly Michaels. There she goes, performed by The Beat. Any way you want it, that's the way you need. Fuck, I probably just fucked that lyric up. Anyways, Any Way You Want It by Journey. Summertime Blues, done by Eddie Cochran. Oh, I guess I gotta meet you now. Yes, you can. The Gold Diggers, the song We're In The Money. It was, well, it's just uncredited, but it was played when the car horn sounds. Boogie Woogie Wonderland, performed by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh-huh. Raindrops keep falling on my head. And it was music by Burt Baccarat. Moon Glow. The Nutcracker, Waltz of the Flowers. That's when they're in the fucking pool yeah. doing the fucking synchronized. Yeah, synchronized. <laughs> I mean, yes. The Burning Bush. The Ballad of the Green Berets. Yes. That was actually performed by Bill Murray. Yes, it was. Even though originally it was done by Barry Sadler. Yep. Because we have it. And in 1812 Overture. Yep. You know, it's not all on the soundtrack, but that's the song, the movies and the arts. The songs and the movies. Right, the song and the movie. And the tagline for the movie was, At last, a comedy that bites. Yep. Anyways. What's your overall thought of this movie? Oh, I love it. You love it? I do. Obviously, it stars Chevy Chase. I mean, good God, man has a fucking plethora. Yes, he does. Of movies. Yes, he does. Right. You know, yeah. and, and, and I used that on purpose and you didn't grab it. Yeah, that's from The Three Amigos. Thank you. What's Anyways, a plethora? In The Three Amigos, Nash Lampoon's fucking 
vacation movies, you know, mm-hmm. vacation, European vacation, Christmas vacation, Vegas vacation. Um, yeah, just to name a few. Of course, there's yeah. Fletch. Yes. Modern Problems. That's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, so funny. then there's always Rodney Dangerfield, which we're actually going to cover another Rodney Dangerfield movie later this year. Yes, we are. In August, we're going to do Back to School. Yes, we are. So that'll be fun. It and will be. I do love Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield. Bill Murray. Yes. <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. He made an appearance in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Caddyshack, Groundhog Day. Um, I can't remember all of them, but those are just to name a few. <laughs> right. And then, of course, I'm sorry, but Ted Knight, they couldn't have picked anybody better. Best known for his role in... From 1970 to 77 on the Mary Tyler show, Ted Baxter. Yes, Mary Tyler Moore, yep. That's where he's mostly known from. Yep. But he was also a narrator in 73 for Super Friends. Yeah. Didn't know if you knew that one either. I didn't. I just knew him from the Mary Tyler Moore show because I caught the uh, lot of reruns of Mary Tyler Moore show. Right. And uh, Michael Keith, who played uh, Michael O'Keefe, who played Danny Noonan. Are you watching the chat still or no? He also played in uh, uh, da, 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 da. Michael Clayton. Yeah. He also played in The Pledge and also played in a show called Keith. This is what he's known for, according to IMDb. Sarah Holcomb played Maggie. Oh, gotcha. She yeah. also was in National Lampoon's Animal House. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Gemini. And Walk Proud for... Besides Caddyshack, she's also known for. I'll Here, definitely check out what. Here's an interesting fact. What? Um, the they originally wanted Pink Floyd for the theme song. Kenny Loggins was the second second pick. I thought he did fantastic job, and that was from Nicole. Yeah. Also, another little tidbit that I noticed Nicole put in here mm-hmm. was that um, the groundhog that was in Caddyshack Two. Yeah. Was actually copyrighted. Wow. Yeah, I'll I'll read it to you if I can find it again. Here's something interesting. Sarah Holcomb. Now, obviously, she had kind of what she had accent, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Playing Maggie, right? Yes. She was born first of all, September 11, 1958, in Weston, Connecticut. Oh wow! So let's give you that idea. Um, Scott Colby played Tony or Nunzio. Mm-hmm. He has also played Son of a Bitch. Really, I did not. Oh my god, I didn't put two and two together, but here we go. What? He played Brian Schwartz in the movie Porkies. Oh, wow! Fucking A, that's awesome. Yeah, well, here's what I here was here's another interesting tidbit. That Nicole put in the chat. It mm-hmm. says the gopher is copyrighted by Bill Murray. When Caddyshack 2 was done, Bill Murray took them to court because they didn't ask permission. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Cindy Morgan, who played uh, Lacey Underall, she also was in Tron oh. in 1982 as Laura. Oh, wow. And she did Falcon Crest from 82 to 88 as yeah. Gabriel Short. And then one episode, I'm assuming just one episode, Chips in 81, which I don't know why they put that as a known for, because really she shouldn't be known for that, because it's one fucking episode. Yeah. 
And then DB put Caddyshack 2 with Jackie Mason didn't get enough credit. I really enjoyed that movie as well. That one's You know, DB, too. I'm with you on that I one. Too. I like that movie. I do too. Um, and you're right. It it is considered a failure. Oh, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of it probably is due to the fact of um they probably didn't do close to what Caddyshack did or whatnot, but you know, a lot of people I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. In fact, I don't even remember when I first saw that one either. Let's see real quick. I'm just looking. Okay, well, yeah, no, it was a failure. Holy fuck. They gave it a $20 million bet budget for Caddyshack 2. Only did 4.4 in opening weekend in the U.S. Or 4.4 mm-hmm. opening weekend and only totally grossed 11.7. Oh, my. Yeah, million. that is an epic, epic yeah, that, failure. But right. But as far as that goes, I mean, it's still fucking funny. Oh, yes, it's funny, too. You know, um... And for a lot of us in the 80s, I mean, yeah. we didn't, probably didn't see the original Caddyshack first. No. So for us, that was our first. Introduction to Caddyshack. Right. And of course, what makes, I mean, I don't understand they got sued for the gopher, but the gopher is what makes a goddamn movie anyways. Oh, hell yeah. Especially his little dance moves. I mean, I loved that they got, you know, not only uh, Dan Aykroyd and Caddyshack 2, but I also love they got Robert Stack. Yeah, I thought they played great parts in that. In the in that, again, I liked it. One, I can almost relate, not quite, to Jackie Mason's character. Uh huh. And Caddyshack too. Yeah. I do have a wicked slice. Luckily, my slice does not go behind me. No, it does. But I do if I'm not, if I'm going up and just swinging crazy or whatnot, that fucker will hook, or it will slice off bad because I am a left-handed golfer. And that fucker goes, like, fuck. Yeah, well, I know when I golf, I can relate to the older couple that that, that one of the caddies were. Okay, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you fucking brought it up. When I saw the old lady fucking hit the ball and went, boom, boom, yeah, all me. I could think was, that's Kim. That's me. That's who I can relate with. And that's not Kim. That's Kim now. Yeah. That's not even Kim later in life. That's Kim now. Yeah. And then... Yep, and, and also, of course, there's what he said. Doing great, huh? And I'm thinking, yep, I always lie to her every fucking time, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm waiting for the day you actually throw a fucking club <laughs> in the water. I've come close. Uh-huh. I've come real close to throwing clubs in the water. Yeah. Then I, then I remind myself, oh, fuck, you got to buy a new one, dipshit. You're not, you're not like these professional golfers and you get the shit for free. Yeah, exactly. Huh, DB sli- Luna Girl says DB slices to the left. Nice. Oh, well, there we go. All right, DB. Me, you can go play. And we'll... At least I have somebody to be over there on the side with me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, God. But no, I mean, I still enjoy, enjoy this movie today. Do I don't even think, I mean, for me, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in there if I really thought about it. Or Went in with that mindset, I would say, okay, yeah, this doesn't work today. Uh-huh. But I don't look at movies that way. No. Because if that was the case, then I would be the same way about all points of medium. Yeah. You know, of, of entertainment, you know, regardless yeah. when the movie, you know, you know, like when um, the Flintstones song, you know, yeah. we'll have a gay old time. Well, yeah. Okay. Didn't understand, you know, I had to ask my mom because, 
you know, in the eighties, gay meant something different. Yeah, than what it what originally was. Which is fucking happy. Yeah, because it originally meant happy. Right. So. so again, it's one of those things. It's it can. There's a lot of movies in the eighties where they're hilarious. Yes. They're outrageous. Yes. And they're comedy gold. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And a lot of it happened because of who they had in it. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, you look, you know, you look at like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Yeah. Now, of course, I didn't find it, but I know they hated each other. Yeah. In this movie, during this movie. Well, yeah. Or not because of the movie, but something that happened on SNL. Yeah. But again, they are SNL alum. Yeah, they are. And at this point, Chevy was definitely bigger than Bill. Well, yeah. Bill was still kind of up and comer. Yes, he was. Which is hard to think about nowadays because I know you know, or it's like even checking out like the movie you haven't seen, The Outsiders. Yeah. You know, you look at that cast of characters or the cast, the guys that played, you know, the actors. Yeah. That's a fucking who's who now. Well, yeah. Or at least a who's who in the in late eighties, early nineties. Nineties, yeah. But. At that time of that movie, there were nobody. They were up and coming actors. And right. They, yeah. So it's interesting to go and look at some of these when you're like. Yeah. Because you look at them now when they were up and coming, you go, oh, well, this is what they later starred in this, this, and this. I mean, I don't think anybody could have played Carl any better than Bill Murray. No. They could have. You know, I know Aykroyd and them guys had Bankman slated for. Um, John Belushi, God rest his soul. Or like Lunar Girl always says, rest in paradise. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if John could have had the same effect that Bill did for Bankman. Uh-huh. I don't think so. But that's just my opinion. And that's a good thing about this podcast. It's my it's our opinion. Yeah. We enjoy the hell out of this movie. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, again, we'll run through some of the sound bites again. One of my early favorite ones is this one. I played for Kim. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. I just love that line. You take drugs, Danny? Yeah. Every day. Uh-huh. Good. Yes. Yeah. And then um, the Dragon Buddies uh, put this in the chat. Chevy and Bill not talking to each other really added to the chemistry of chemistry those two had in the movie. If they were friends, I don't think it would have been as funny. I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that, DB. I really do. I do, too. You know, sometimes when people don't get along and they actually, you know, the thing is this, right? Let's look at, you want to fast forward to the day. If two actors didn't like each other today, they would fight to get off that fucking movie. Yeah, they would. Or they would fight to get the other guy off the movie. Yeah. They wouldn't work together. Yeah. You know, and here they... actually had a scene which they had to talk right but it made that scene perfect it did it did because it, you felt like there was contention oh yeah you, you did. felt there was a little uneasiness yeah not just the fact that carl's a slob yeah he'll just open the window i want to play through <laughs> can i get a ruling here carl but no i mean this movie here, I love it before I play golf. Um, I still love it to this day. I do too. 
as a amateur, very amateur golfer. Yes. That's the thing you got to remember, too. And that's what I've got to remember when golf, golfing is. You're just a fucking amateur. Yeah. You're not, I mean, you're not even really an amateur. You're below the amateur. Yeah. Because amateurs, you know, they hit a lot of fucking birdies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I hit a birdie, that motherfucker's falling out of the sky. <laughs> That's true. At least you can hit the birdie in the sky. I can't even get past the T. I'm happy you changed that. <laughs> and I thought you were going to go another place. And I was like, yep, you said it. Next week, I know this is not normal one of our long ones, but it doesn't matter. Next week, Kim will not be here. Possibly. And the only reason why I say possibly is I got a phone call from him twice today. Oh, God damn it. But yes, right now as it stands, I will not be here. I have a doctor's, appoint- or a doctor's appointment to have an ultrasound. Right, you have an ultrasound to check the little spot they say is on your breast. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you'll be at that. That is at three o'clock our time. Yes. So I will not. However, be- this show will go on. Yes. So if anybody wants to come on next week and help him with the show, okay. So we're next week is just gonna be up. a chill stream. Just we're gonna talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. You know, we can talk about music. We can talk about games. We can talk about Stranger Things. Well, not completely. No, because you want to leave that for Dawn and Luna Girl. Right. I mean, I'll talk first two episodes of something. But anyways. Um, but no, you guys want to talk about whatever we can talk. Um, if I've seen it or whatnot, we can talk about it. But it's just kind of chill back, lay back. You know, like uh, when you're in the hospital, I me and Luna Girl did. Yeah. A chill stream where we just kind of just, she came in with a, bu- a bunch of topics that she was ready for. But I mean, she can't do it this time, I and mean, it's obvious. And it's good. It's okay yeah. because family first. Exactly, family always you know, comes first. You're just going in for an ultrasound. I don't need to be there to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. Yes. No, I'm not going to be there to hold your hand. I don't know. Uh, I think I think you're old enough to go handle a little ultrasound by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but. So next week we were originally going to do Point Break. We were, but we're not going to anymore. Nope. So we're just gonna, I'm just going to do a chill stream. Okay. Anybody want to come on? Hit us up either through our email or we have Discord or. Right. And anybody, anybody wants to uh, just jump in, you know, if you're part of Red by Network, shoot me a, a, a DM on Twitter or whatnot, or anybody can, anybody can shoot me a DM on Twitter. Let me know. You have- use what? Says you have a friend who likes to talk rock and roll, movies, music, etc. Okay, I'll send you a link, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, that was Nicole too. I well, yeah. I, I mean, I know pretty much everybody's pictures now. Yeah. So I figured that's who you're reading. Yeah. But yeah, so next week, as is gonna be chill, relax, yeah. chill back, stream. Yep. Talk about whatever the hell. Yeah. Talk a little music. Anything that comes to mind, yeah. Pretty much anything, yeah. Almost anything goes. Almost anything goes, yeah. Almost. Because if fuck you say anything goes, you'll get somebody to come on and say, oh, let's talk about this. And like, I didn't mean that. That's better for scare about the dark. What? Oh, it, Dragon Base, Nicole, you will will do it. And then Nicole <laughs> put the 
Emojis to the left. The emojis to tears. You will do it. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is, you know, talk about whatever you're talking. I mean, yeah. we can, you know, uh, get Nicole on there. I mean, cool part is she can talk about ScarabCon. Yes, she can. She is really close to it, so she's going to go this weekend. And humble pie. But you know, I mean, yeah, we can talk about a lot. But I mean, I'm only only thing I'm really upset I missed. Yeah. Like, wow, I'll be upset. I'm I'm gonna miss it. We're gonna miss this. Miss Garakon, yeah, I was right. The only so hoping to go. The only other thing I'm I'm upset we missed in Uh Chicago Uh was a fucking stadium tour at Wrigley. I know. I know. At fucking Wrigley. One of the most iconic baseball I mean, diamonds there is. That's the thing. If I ever go to Chicago, you know, I've got to go. I will have to go to Wrigley. Oh, hell yeah. That's, a, I really don't that's care about. an absolute must. I may go check out Soldier Field, but Wrigley's a place I got to yeah, go. Yeah, Wrigley's an absolute must to go check out. I mean, I really don't care that much for the Bears. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice, but, but Wrigley would be better. Right. It's an absolute must hey, because it is iconic. It. Aren't they doing that fucking? Isn't NASCAR supposed to be doing that road course next year in Chicago? I think they said something about it. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if it was the same weekend as ScarabCon? <laughs> yeah, it would. <clears throat> That'd be freaking cool. Yes, it would. Not really. Can I can imagine those tickets. I know. I I've actually. I know. Last I heard was. Um, in Alderman, uh-huh. Alderman, 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 or they call him in Chicago, uh-huh. is trying is actually wanting to block it. Yeah, because he's afraid that the people in Chicago will see a NASCAR race of guys hauling ass around the city streets, and they will do that. The people will act like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Does this person even know NASCAR? No, 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 no. He, he, what he's worried about is the people, the regular people that live in Chicago. After this race, we'll then act like the NASCAR driver. Oh, my God. First thing is, don't be already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anywhere's in this fucking country. Country. They're already acting like NASCAR drivers. You can have a 45-mile-an-hour zone, and they're doing 60, 65, 70. She's talking about here, by the way. Or you can have an 80-mile-an-hour freeway between here and between Utah and Nevada, and they're doing 90. I'm not talking about you. Nope. Nope. I do the speed limit. I mean, there are people already act like NASCAR. And then back in Boston, I heard they literally drive on the side of the road. Your point? You got to get somewheres. I know, but I'm just saying. There ain't nowheres that they say sidewalks are off limits. Exactly, but I'm just saying, if this person is so caught and picking damn worried, why doesn't this person do the? Why doesn't this person do the damn research? You know, the one thing is, is we have like some old school fans and old school listeners that have been listening to us for a very long time, and we love them just as much as we love our new listeners. Yes, we do. But a lot of our new listeners don't rely, don't know one or two things about Kim. Do not get me started on PJ1 because I'll go off. I think they need to start adding PJ1 back to the tracks. No, hell no. It's working without that son of a bitch in PJ1. 
At least they're saving the tracks. They put that freaking that fucking PJ1 on the track and it ruins it. So they can't have other motorsports over there. <sighs> and, uh, you know, or we don't want, or, or we can ever talk about tire blankets in F1. They're unnecessary. If the lower classes. I'm muting her just so you guys know. If the lower classes have, have to sit there and warm their tires up the old fashioned way, so should the upper class. They're the freaking professionals of their sport. They should not have that. Have that. <laughs> That's why I did a DB. <laughs> Tire blankets are fucking unnecessary. Warm your fucking tires up the old way. <laughs> oh, God. I missed them five o'clock in the mornings. I know. I went off. And 5 a.m. shows were freaking gold. Oh, God. This is some of, some of your best material. I know, because I went off. I went off. That's why we got to we got to do a we've got to do we got to come back next year with me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Anyways, we definitely need to bring back a racing podcast because <laughs> yeah, this is racing him. Yes. <laughs> oh, but yes. We are still in the works. We are still working on it, and we expect it to come back in 2023. Yes, we do. Um, more likely Sunday night show, late Sunday night or something. So, yeah, late Sunday, yeah. Because the double episodes on Tuesday really were kicking the hell out of us. <laughs> they were. I mean, don't get me wrong. We love being a We, we love to be your 5 a.m. Eastern wake-up call, wake-up show. Talk about racing every Tuesday, but damn. Yeah. It says something about Boston and driving. It's okay. What are you what are you guys having for dinner? Oh, I made it. Oh. Well, yes. No. Kim, yeah. In the uh, last year when we were doing the double episode, they had this stuff they put on uh, NASCAR tracks called PJ1. And it was supposed to help the racing, but it didn't. And then when IndyCar has gone to the tracks that has that PJ1 on there, it literally becomes an ice skating rink for Indy cars. Yeah. So, and the thing is, is like, they even mentioned it this last weekend at the New Hampshire race that there's still PJ one on the track. Yeah. And you can that see was it. placed in 2019. Yeah. And you can still see it. And, so, you, and with the new cars, now the next gen cars, it makes it worse for them. Right. So every once in a while, I can add this little, just mention it and Kim will go off. Yes. That and other, and other things. And then the other one is Formula One, the Formula One side of it, they use tire blankets to keep their tires hot and at working in, at a certain temperature. But what she was talking about where she was muted and the lower series, F Formula Two and F Formula Three, do not use said tire blankets to warm the tires up. No. They have to actually do it on track while they are racing. Yeah. And luckily in 2023, or, yes, 2024, they're not. I think is when F1 is going to yank the tire blankets yeah. for good. Yeah, because now they've got the temperature down on them. And I think they're right. They did lower the temperatures this year, yeah. and I think they're supposed to lower them next year. Sure. Anyway, see, we're giving. I love Boston. 
My soul belongs to New England. Oh, I wait a minute. Really? Really? Hmm. What? Well, I mean, Boston. If you love Boston, you also just love their frigging teams. Okay. Luna Girl likes the New York Giants, okay? She does not have to like the Patriots. Hey, hey, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. You, you know what? There's another There's another thing I can do, too. Hey, Kim. You know the Giants beat the Patriots twice. And once they were undefeated. Yes, they did. And it's like. And just for that, friends. Uh, I love y'all. We love you. And no, I'll give you shit, Kel. Little yep. girl, you know that. Yes. I know. Your teams are all in Wednesday. Yes. And then, and then there's DB. He's kind of confused. One minute, he's he's all Penn State. Next minute, it's gold blue for Michigan. I'm confused. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's allowed still in the house. <laughs> I always love it. I always love it on the like skate pod night because he because he'll, he'll go gold blue. And there's little girl in the chat going, we are Penn State. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, of course, then I'll pop in and say, we are Red 5. That's right. <laughs> uh, anyways, we love you guys. Stay tuned for Rogue One Radio. What a night of shenanigans they will be having. And it, it comes on in about 10 minutes. An hour and 10 minutes. An hour and 10 minutes. Sorry, an hour and 10 minutes. Right? 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern, yeah. It's almost 4 p.m. It's, it's like... Yeah. Five, six, seven. Yeah. An hour. An hour and ten minutes. Tune in to Rogue One Radio and go and ex- and join them for their show tonight because they're supposed they're gonna be having special guests and hell yeah. And interact with the chat. It's it's a cool chat. Exactly. So always a great chat. Yeah. Just like our chat. Just yeah. like you guys are always a great chat. Yeah. And hopefully Kim has made her list so I can I tag y'all tonight. I have. I made my list, and again, thank She'll you. She'll check it twice once we're done. Yeah, and thanks, but, thank you to everyone who actually who joined us in the chat tonight. Hopefully, you enjoyed our show, and we'll see you on the next. We'll see you on the next time. Yeah, and next week, I'll we'll we'll talk about my love of different sport teams from different areas throughout my life. Yes. Luckily, I've never lived in the area where there's been sport teams until yeah. now. Now, yeah. And I'm not rooting for the fucking Cardinals. No, I have my team. As far as I'm concerned, they are still the fucking redheaded stepchilds of the NFC East. Yeah, I understand. That's where they originally came from. Yeah, I know. I know. When they were the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I remember them being the St. Louis Cardinals. They sucked in St. Louis. They sucked when they became the Phoenix Cardinals, and they're still the Arizona Cardinals, and they still suck. Yeah, I remember when they were moved from St. Louis over here. And as far as I'm concerned, and we'll always say, they are the redheaded stepchildren from the NFC East. Yes. Anyways, until next week, I'm Scott. I'm Kim. We are using Abuse Pod. I'm really fucking this up because I have no idea what the hell we're supposed to be doing. And have a great week. You know what, Kim? What? You know what you forgot to do last week? What? You forgot to remind people. Oh, remind people to like and subscribe. Yep. And if you enjoy this, please leave a comment below. Yep. And if you know, and if you get, if you like it and then click the bell to be notified. Make sure you get make sure you click the bell to say notifications so you'll know so you'll get notified when we do go live. And real quick before we finish that off, 
Hello there, stranger things that happen. Hello. How you doing, Don? Hi. So you break it that one? Yeah. All right. And until next week. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Be, Be kind, kind to everyone. Peace. Peace. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a good evening. is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to red5network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. <laughs>